1: Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to The Nutrition Diva, quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. This week, I'm going to talk about fructose, high fructose corn syrup, and whether they're really to blame for rising obesity rates. You may have heard that the U.S. and most of the Western world has a growing obesity problem. It's a relatively recent issue. It's sprung up sort of suddenly in the last 10 or 20 years, and so far it shows no sign of slowing down. Because this is going to have a catastrophic impact on public health and the economy, everyone is desperately trying to figure out what's causing this sudden jump in obesity rates. And one idea that's gained a lot of traction is that we're simply consuming too much sugar. Refined sugar affects appetite and metabolism in ways that promote obesity, and the primary agent of this effect appears to be fructose, a particular type of sugar that's found on virtually all concentrated sweeteners. This is potentially a really important insight. Unfortunately, it's being obscured by an enormous amount of misunderstanding and misinterpretation. I've written and talked a lot about fructose in the last year in an attempt to clear up some of the confusion. Judging from the emails and comments I'm still getting from readers and listeners, I haven't been entirely successful. So I'd like to try one more time to dispel some of the most common misunderstandings about fructose without losing track of the really important insight that's at the center of all the confusion. So is high fructose corn syrup to blame for rising obesity rates? quite possibly. But there's a little more to this story. And for some reason, as soon as you say the word fructose, people find it very difficult to focus on the details of what you say next. And the real story is in the details. So I'm going to start instead with an analogy. We know that smoking tobacco causes lung cancer. And the primary way that people smoke tobacco these days is in the form of cigarettes. So getting people to quit smoking cigarettes would be an effective way to cut lung cancer rates. Unless everyone who quit smoking cigarettes took up pipe smoking instead, in which case we won't have accomplished much. So it's important to make sure that people don't confuse the actual culprit, smoking tobacco, with the most common source, cigarettes. Now, if that seems ridiculously obvious, perfect, because now I want to apply the same logic to fructose. We suspect that fructose overload may be contributing to rising obesity rates, and the primary source of fructose these days is high-fructose corn syrup, a refined sweetener that's widely used in processed foods and beverages. So getting people to cut back on high-fructose corn syrup might be an effective way to cut obesity rates. But if everyone simply replaces high-fructose corn syrup with a different sweetener that also contains fructose, such as cane sugar— we won't have accomplished much. And that's why I think it's important to make sure that people don't confuse the alleged culprit, fructose, with the most common source, high fructose corn syrup. In this case, it's especially easy to confuse the two because both contain the word fructose. But don't be fooled. High fructose corn syrup contains roughly the same amount of fructose as cane sugar and honey. And fruit juice concentrates and agave nectar are even higher in fructose. There may be some subtle differences in how these various sweeteners are metabolized in the body, but that's really not the big story here. The primary reason that high fructose corn syrup has been singled out as the chief culprit in obesity is because it has become the primary source of sugar and fructose in the modern diet, just like cigarettes are the primary source of tobacco. The experts talking about fructose and high fructose corn syrup on TV and on YouTube, they know the difference between the culprit and the source, at least I hope they do. But they haven't done a good job making this distinction clear to the public. And that is working out great for the food manufacturers. You see, people have gotten the message that sugary soft drinks can make you gain weight. And they know that soft drinks are sweetened with high fructose corn syrup. And now they're hearing that high fructose corn syrup is responsible for the obesity epidemic. Well, switching from Pepsi made with high fructose corn syrup to Pepsi made with cane sugar should solve the problem, right? Well, that's what Pepsi wants you to think. But if too much fructose is the problem, switching to Pepsi throwback isn't going to help. Now, my analogy between tobacco and fructose has one weakness. Smoking tobacco is harmful in any amount, and that's definitely not the case with fructose. Fructose has been an integral part of the human diet since Adam and Eve. It's called fructose because it's found in fruit. And of course, it's also found in refined sugars, which we are now consuming in massive amounts. Let me just give you a second analogy. Vitamin A, retinol, can be toxic if you get too much of it. Now, you're unlikely to get into trouble by consuming the amount of vitamin A you'd get in whole foods, but you do need to watch out for concentrated sources of vitamin A, such as high-dose vitamin supplements or cod liver oil. Similarly, you are unlikely to suffer an overload from the amount of fructose you'd get in whole foods, like fruit, or even from an occasional soft drink. But large amounts of sweets, sodas, and other sweetened beverages every day can definitely add up to too much fructose. So, should you avoid high-fructose corn syrup? Well, most foods that contain high-fructose corn syrup are highly processed, calorie-dense foods without a lot of nutritional value. If you avoid this one ingredient, it's going to take a lot of unhealthy foods out of your diet. I'm all for it. Just don't confuse the carrier with the culprit. All added sugars, including natural sugars like honey and agave nectar, contain fructose, and all of them will increase your risk of weight gain if you consume them in excess. You'll find links to more information about fructose in the show notes at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com, where you can also sign up for my free weekly newsletter with more tips, recipes, and answers to listener questions. This month, the Quick and Dirty Tips family is welcoming Ben Greenfield as the host of a new show, Get Fit Guy's Quick and Dirty Tips to Slim Down and Shape Up. If you're interested in health, and I know you are, you're going to love this new show. Check out Get Fit Guy on iTunes or at quickanddirtytips.com. If you or your company would be interested in sponsoring the Nutrition Diva or any of the Quick and Dirty Tips podcasts, you can email us at advertise at quickanddirtytips.com. Now have a great week and eat something good for me. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th.